What would a cat do? Thought Laura Summers blearily through the beeps of her alarm clock. She reached out a hand to hit snooze, Rob grumbling beside her before he fell back asleep. A cat certainly wouldn't be dragging herself out of bed at 6am on a cold, dark winter morning. No, any cat worth her salt would curl right back up under the duvet and sleep until at least 10, probably 11, before surfacing and demanding food and cuddles and finding the perfect spot by the radiator to keep cosy for the rest of the day. Laura smiled. The thought of all the cats waiting for her at Battersea was more than enough to get her out of bed, pull on her dressing gown and pad through to the kitchen for a morning cup of tea and to crack open the very first door on her chocolate advent calendar. Who said chocolate wasn't an acceptable breakfast? In Laura's book, in December, all normal dietary rules were off. Mornings hadn't always been like this. When she'd been working as a PA at Nimbus, one of London's top advertising agencies, she'd often been lying awake already before the alarm went off, a tight knot of anxiety in her stomach, worrying about whether she'd sent off those invites or booked her boss's taxi for the right time or any number of other potential disasters. She'd left the agency about two years before, following a particularly vicious dressing down from her boss after she'd asked if anyone needed a hug in a tense client meeting. Pulling herself together in the office loos afterwards by watching some of her all-time favourite cat videos, Laura had seen an advert on Battersea's Facebook page for a welfare worker in the cattery. It had felt like a sign. Laura had decided she'd go somewhere where her talent for looking after people, well, cats, who were pretty much her favourite people anyway, would be appreciated. And she'd never look back. She'd loved her time in welfare, caring for the cats right from the moment they came in, ensuring that they were safe, well-fed, happy and healthy in preparation for their new homes. Just a month or so ago, she'd changed job and was now on the rehoming team, helping prospective owners find their perfect match and the cats their forever homes. She'd spent time shadowing the rehoming interviews, before practising taking pictures of the cats for their online profiles and answering phone and email inquiries. Her experience in the welfare team had been a great help, but it had still been a steep learning curve, and Laura was keen to prove herself in this new role, as well as being more than a little nervous. She'd always struggled with her confidence. She often felt like she was the one in the room who didn't have much of a presence, the one who wasn't heard or who muttered and was asked to repeat things. It was one of the reasons she often felt more comfortable being around animals than humans, and specifically around cats. She never felt tongue-tied or silly when she was chatting to a cat. Their presence relaxed her, and the flick of a tail, the twitch of an ear, the rumble of a purr, all assured her that she was listened to and understood. Laura finished the last of her tea and tiptoed into the shower, hoping it wouldn't wake Rob. He'd got in late last night, slightly tipsy, having celebrated landing yet another new client. Rob was the one great thing she'd taken with her from her time at the ad agency. He was a hot-shot account director at Nimbus, charming, confident and completely gorgeous, with his blue eyes and dark brown hair that flopped over his forehead in a way that still made her stomach flip. 